Welcome to Rob Your Mind, the Las Vegas edition. Today I have an anonymous guest. Uh, anonymous guest, would you like to choose an avatar for this podcast? Uh, I'll go by K. K. Sounds good. Well, K and I are in the Bellagio Hotel overlooking the Bellagio Fountains below us. It's a whopping 108 degrees here in famous Las Vegas. Kay, how do we even begin to tell this tale of our latest adventure? Um, it's just so different from everything that we've done leading up to this. Literally, aside from two, like, smaller hotels that we've stayed at, we've been sleeping on the side of the highway. Like <laughs> A lot of time in the dirt, folks. A lot of time rolling around like swine in the mire. I tell you what, this is my radio voice, and it's brought to you from Las Vegas. All right, back at it. All right, I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut the radio thing. It's exhausting. One more thing about our current experience. I left the razor down in the car, and I didn't want to go get it. And it blows my mind that I just hit the zero button and was like, "Hey, I left my razor in the car," and they're like, "We'll have somebody to your room with a shave kit." Literally 10, 15 minutes later, somebody shows up with shit for me to shave my face. I know that this is, like, commonplace, but it still feels so fucking luxurious. Indubitably. It really is the starkest contrast you can really have. Um, Spent a lot of time... I've been sleeping amongst a lot of different things, such as fire ants, deer, coyotes... Grizzlies and falling down trees. trees falling. Literally, a tree fell. It would have killed us. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. I know she gets paranoid about that. Stay alive. That's actually my dad. Anyway, uh, I am alive. And by the way, this tree would have killed both of us easily. Huge oak tree just fucking sunk into the ground. And uh, we heard it in the middle of the night. It was like four in the morning. You're like, oh, did you hear that? And then in the morning we see like the sunlight. We're like, it was oh. the closest tree to our tent after opening up the tent, like the closest tree to us. It fell in the opposite direction. Yeah, man. Do you think we should just tell stories that link together, or just chronological go through some of these? Because like, there's so much to talk about. I think we just talk about whatever comes to our beautiful minds. All right. Well, then what comes to my beautiful mind is, um. Probably when we hiked up Huckleberry Lookout, this is just a great story, we thought it was a six-mile loop. Well, no, it's six miles out, six miles back, 12-mile loop trail. Like, I don't know, 4,700 feet of elevation change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a tough, tough hike. And we ran out of water by the time we got to the top. And this is like our first real hike on the road trip, we're in Glacier. Um, yeah, we hike up six miles, and it's like getting dark by the way back, but... When we're halfway up, we are out of water completely, dying of thirst. My heels, my, like, calves are burning. We um, both walked up in fucking tennis shoes. Like a yeah, wearing tennis shoes. Got mad blisters. But we're at the top, and we're, like, out of water. We're going to die, basically. I mean, well, probably not, but we could. Um, it was. We were definitely thirsty. Yeah. And this guy at the top, we asked if he had any water. <laughs> and he's like, well, you could just, uh, he's a local. He's like, just go over the snowbank. Because we're at the summit of a mountain and there's snow up top uh, in July. So there's a snowbank. So we go over the snowbank. He's like, yeah, just brush off the red stuff. That'll uh, that'll give you diarrhea. <laughs> so we brush off a layer of red shit on this snowbank that's on the peak of this mountain and shove it into water bottles. And it <laughs> melts 
like halfway on the way back on our hike and we sit down near a creek um and just chug this glacial water literal glacial water so tasty oh best water of our lives um speaking of worst things to contrast this story worst mexican restaurant in the united states happens to be in great falls montana fucking maria's if you're listening invest in some goddamn tabasco bro i asked for hot sauce and she said oh it's on the table and i look as if i didn't see it because you know i'm a bit of an airhead i was like oh i'm sorry and she watches me look around and she was talking about the salt sorry not salsa the tomato paste with onions (laughs) that they (laughs) left on the table for our chips like it was not spicy at all i asked if they had anything spicier did they no they They didn't even have any hot sauce no No. nothing yeah i asked for some queso dip they literally took a can of refried beans yeah it was queso bean dip apparently on the menu it comes back a can of refried beans that they just flattened out on a plate they sprinkled some like i don't know if it was like craft singles melted or like sprinkled sharp cheddar it was shredded some shredded cheese like the cheapest shredded cheddar you can get melted in the microwave over this can of (laughs) refried beans and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> it was, it was crazy. It was, and then they had fake guacamole. You know, kind of makes your poop green the next morning. We heard somebody yeah. across the place go, "Ooh, this is a little spicy," and then she starts going in to talk about how their different chips of jalapeno peppers come in at different spice levels. And yeah, some jalapenos can be spicy, but jalapenos are not a spicy pepper. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Maria's was a complete flop of a restaurant. We were so excited to have a Mexican restaurant. I mean, it was pretty close to Canada, so we can't, you know, expect too much up there. The saddest thing about Maria's, though, is it was rated a 4.3. It was the best rated Mexican restaurant in Great Falls, Montana, which means and it was rather the worst crazy. restaurant is actually probably in that town as well. You know what I mean? I mean, if that was their best Mexican restaurant, imagine if we would have went to the worst rated See, but I feel like maybe the worst rated is an actual authentic cuisine just because northern bland-ass motherfuckers don't like the taste of actual Mexican cuisine. Very good point. In any regard, it is a horrible place. Don't ever go there unless you want to have a novel experience just for the hell of it. Um, Well, then that's day away. Steer clear. But Glacier was wonderful. We saw a black bear. It was huge. We also saw a bald eagle hunting. And a silver fox, too. Yep, and a, that was in the Tetons. Oh, yes, never mind. Cancel the Silver Fox and add back the Eagle. The Eagle was a great experience because I was on psilocybin mushrooms, probably about an eighth, I would say. Um, 3.5 grams or so. Our tour just texted me! Speaking of the devil, the man we met while we were on shrooms. I love ah! our tour. Oh, he did. He's got the fucking pictures. Ah! He sent his pictures. Oh, this is big news, people. Our tour... Basically, our mushroom spirit guide on accident because we met him on shrooms and he knew everything there was to know about shrooms and the universe. uh, Talking about mycelium and about oh god, he was uh, like fungi has evolved since the dawn of man, since before man actually. Very knowledgeable being, very very. He has all the secrets to the universe, and he told us most of them. So, (laughs) if you want to know, we'll give you some uh, hot tips. Just email this podcast with all your questions. Um, Also, uh. Yeah, we were, on, we were on mushrooms. The eagle was like 50 feet over our head. And oh my God, it was the most majestic thing I've ever seen. His face. I could see his beak and his eyes. It was the eyes. most agile, graceful creature I've ever seen. 
seven-foot wingspan. It was huge. It looked like a velociraptor. I mean, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I was on shrooms as well, so that heightened experience. But still, even for a sober person, it was quite miraculous. And, you know, it's it was like a painting. The backdrop was like, you know, a classic Bob Ross. It was the Canadian Rockies in the distance. And you have an aqua blue stream that's just flowing like, I don't know how many hundred cubic centimeters per second or whatever it is, but... It was a big fucking river, and this eagle was just haunting in the river, and he was flying over, just boom, almost blocked out the sun right in front of us. And then there's this huge moon that rose through a break in the trees, the only break in the trees. By the way, this is on 4th of July, to give reference. America! It was the most peaceful experience of my life, and it was 4th of July. How ironic. Um, also... As another segue to this tale, um, we went to, let's just go right through the name, where we've been. Okay. We went to Wall Drug. Damon actually, oh, oh, uh, this guy named Damon we met in the gas station actually was a really nice guy and he told us where to find Wall Drug. And so we went there and then when we were there, Kay and I, um, he happened to have gotten naked and ghostwriter my car. Uh, I teen wolfed it. I stood up on top of it upright. Dick to the wind. It's true. I I recorded it right in front of the wall drug logo. So there's literally a video of Damon with his flowing golden locks standing naked to the world. And then he's just in his socks, which was kind of silly because he was slipping all over my roof of my car. He climbed through the sunroof naked and he was in his socks on the roof. Nobody in the car. And it was in drive. And it was going down the road past wall drug. <laughs> Am I correct in asking or assuming that you learned a new word? Uh, that night, ghost riding? I actually knew what ghost riding was. I would consider that actually not even a ghost ride, technically, because I know so much about this thing. Uh, it's actually ghost surfing, I would say, wouldn't you? Uh, uh, sure. Because you were basically surfing. Yeah, Team Wolf. So, that was wall drug. Then we slept on the highway in Wyoming, and then we got an hour of sleep, and we were on like this elk trail. We then drove to this place called cozy corner cafe or something like that this yep. old dude and his son were the only two people in the bar it was like noon on a tuesday or something and we go in there and why don't you tell us about this exchange we drink two orange shandies uh brewed in lion in uh chippewa falls wisconsin home, hometown of bobbert over here hey yo there's a plug so we uh we talk a little bit about that about where we're from um and then, I don't really know how it got brought up, but Sturgis got brought up. And if you're unaware of what Sturgis is, it's a motorcycle convention in mm-hmm. bumblefuck nowhere, South Dakota. Um, as you know, we are in COVID. They're, the city is not sanctioning Sturgis this year, but that doesn't mean it isn't happening. I mean, think about the people who go to motorcycle conventions. Think about it, people. Uh they they are holding Sturgis regardless of the city, regardless of... You can't cancel Sturgis or Sturgis will cancel your life with our guns. So the bartender talks about uh, his experience at Sturgis when he was, what, 15? He was a young man. He's like, let me tell you. If you want to see some ass and titties, you go to Sturgis. This dude's got white hair, by the way. Yeah. He's the owner oh, of the bar. Man. Owner of the bar. This dingy bar with all these weird Christmas lights... In the middle of the desert, Montana, it's middle of nowhere, like the prairie, open prairie. <laughs> it's just called, it's just like at a crossroads, dirt roads. 
There's just... a gas station. There was Cozy Corner. We stopped for gas and we went to Cozy Corner because I had to take a massive shit. And I went in to take the shit and then I did. And I felt really bad because those two guys were just, you know, you walk into a, a bar of population two in a town of population five. You know, that kind of a place you walk into something like that. It's like, that, you're not my sibling. You know what I mean? That's like kind of what it's like. Anyway, they're eyeing me up because I just dropped a huge deuce and I felt guilty. So I walked over. I'm like, uh, I'll take a lineys and then uh, try to sit at the bar and be cool. And I found out that like it's father and son. And it's like noon on a Tuesday in the small town. Mm-hmm. So then I texted Damon to come inside. <laughs> so we each had a beer and then we started talking to him and that story dropped and we were just, we didn't really know where to go with that. We were looking for a sleeping bag, and they gave us some directions. Oh, yeah. Just like, up the road. Yeah, just up the road. Uh, we put it into Google Maps. It's like 150, 200 miles away. <laughs> yeah. Great Falls. Everything's bigger in Montana. Big sky. Lavina. Laverna? Lavina. Lavina was the name of the town where Cozy Corners. Go there. They need business. Believe us. Yeah. And they can't hear this because they don't know what podcasts are. Um, That's a bit of a generalization. Oh, yeah. Sorry if you're listening. So who knows? Who knows? Who's he? Say? He's the kind of guy that opens up with uh, ass and titties as a conversation topic. Well, no, he opened up with, "What are you having? What are you having?" I was like, "What?" Speaking of cold opens, check this guy out. So the next night we get to East uh, East Glacier. So we enter the east entrance because it's the closest. We're coming from the east. Why wouldn't we? Right? It's logical, efficient. Well, little did we know the east was actually all closed. And it's closed because it's uh, a large portion of it is uh indigenous land it's on the blackfeet tribe yep. and they have a lot of elderly in their populace and so they own part of the national park and so due to covid they're like no we don't want to have like our elderly wiped out because of this and the park respects their wishes and therefore close the entire east side of the park. so yeah fuck yeah glacier is our hero but we violated on accident we slept there um we didn't know we, it was dark it was st mary's campsite it was like almost a Canada on the northeast side. After the most beautiful sunset. My God. Oh, gorgeous. Welcome to Montana. But then it got dark. We just set up camp randomly in this campsite because, you know, there's no signs saying you couldn't. So we wake up in the morning to a guy named Ray, and he's like, uh, what's your problem? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's your problem? Old, what's your, oh, yeah, that's better. What's your problem? <laughs> that was Ray. We got to knowing Ray. He was actually a sweetheart. Like you um, said, rough around the edges, but he warmed up to us. He's like a porcupine. Cute little face, but a lot of spikes. We paid him $2. Yeah, we bribed him, basically. I had two ones on me. That's a lot of money in Montana. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> such an I know. Sometimes it's fun to jab the states, you know. Okay. It's just friendly banter. It's a rivalry, you know, because they're taking all our people. They're taking all the Minnesotans are actually it's migrating. Just shit talking. They're naming their trails after our school themselves. logo. <laughs> they're naming entire trails after our school logo. Fair. Anyway, I love Montana. Yeah, no, it was but, beautiful. It's very white. Yeah, unfortunately, that was that yeah. part was not beautiful. But like, it is blindingly white. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely a red state. Um, but, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, we, uh, we paid Ray off. We got to knowing him. We gave him two bucks. Like, Hey, here's all cash we have. We didn't know. Sorry. And he actually gave his directions out of there and told us about where to go instead. And like, he was actually really helpful. He's like, you know, I'm not going to say anything, but if you were from Montana, you'd be stuck with a very large fine right now. He gave us the out of state plate discount on our which is good because we had already been pulled over twice yeah oh i forgot we forgot <laughs> we probably should start with those stories yeah. 
Uh, let's just make a brief note. Hour into the trip, cop pulls us over for speeding, 82 and 55. 82 and 65. 82 and 65. I exaggerate sometimes for my podcast. <laughs> my viewers love it. Um, <laughs> listeners, whatever. So we're going some, t- some speed limit way too fast, and uh, this guy pulls us over. Damon has... Ah, fuck. Can we just... Yeah, I mean, you've already broken it three times. Should I not tell the story or should I just... uh... No, go for it. Okay, well, basically, everyone that listens to this knows it tells anyways, but (laughs) um, if you're a teacher, none of this can be used against Damon in the court or whatever. There's the anonymous... Just drop it. Okay, well, we're leaving that in the rear view because we're going to tell the rest of the story. His bag says ACAB. And uh, if you don't know what that means, <laughs> all cacti are bastards. Yes, all cacti are bastards. <laughs> so that's what the bag says. The cop asks Damon specifically, "What's your bag mean? What are those letters and numbers?" Because it also said one, three, one, two. He said he posed, "What are those from?" So I said, "They're from my hometown. Things were heating up about a month ago." Looked him dead in the eye, and he just goes, "Huh." Turns around, walks away. <laughs> so we get off with a ticket which is still in my glove box. Don't know how much it's going to be. Don't want to know. Figure that out later. Hour later, after we had these magnets on the side of the car, one said, warning, driver may be jerking off. That was on the passenger side door. And then we had another one that said, warning, big truck, little penis. That was on Rob's side. Um, actually, it's a tiny penis. Um, but regardless, the cop pulls up and he has to read these as he's walking up the car because <laughs> on the side of the door that he's about to walk up to. So just to add that note into the interaction as well. Well, Damon was pointing to this, these stickers on the side of the door and at traffic and making weird no- mouthing weird things. And- I was saying, I was looking them in the eye and I was going, help, help. He won't stop. That is what I was saying. But I don't think they saw the magnet. They just saw me asking for help over and over again. They sure did because an hour later down the road, two hours in a road trip now, we get pulled over a second time. A sheriff is coming on the opposite direction. I whip up middle finger just for funsies, um, but it was in my car, and there's no way he has equal vision. We're both going to combine 120 miles an hour. But he hits the median, does a U-turn, comes up right behind me, and pulls me over. And I'm thinking, like, oh, man, what am I going to say to this guy? How do I explain the middle finger? That's going to be hard, right? He might just haze me just for fun. Um, but he comes up, and he's, like, asking Damon to step out of the car, and Damon's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I need to talk to you. Like, he's like, go ahead. <laughs> And so he's like, oh, we had a report that you were in distress and, like, you were calling for help. Uh, and Damon's like, no, I was just joking around. He's like, okay, it was a sheriff. He's like, I'll I cancel all units. And I pulled out the magnet and showed him the magnet that was on our car. <laughs> I was like, see, it's just a joke, like a harmless joke. He shows him the magnet that says, warning, driver, maybe jerking off. You forgot to mention that when he approached, he had the button on his holster... Uh, unclipped and his hand hovering over his gun. So, like, pretty yeah. close to brandishing his weapon. It's like a Western standoff almost, except we were unarmed. And he goes, Are there any weapons in the vehicle? And I go, No. And then that is when the conversation. Then I said, back. Just these guns, and I flexed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wish I would have. But yeah, so that was uh, the first two hours of the road trip. Nightmare. And then wall drug. Damon's naked on my car. So we're waiting to get, like, in trouble for the third time. But no one got in trouble there. Um, so then we're into, uh, Glacier. Yeah. That was the last podcast. Podcast three was on that raft in Glacier when we just met these mule guides or whatever. They're like 
they work yeah, yeah they work in national parks where they get supplies up to bougie people that don't want to hike that's where the third episode was recorded on lake five in the raft yep. so then we're just sleeping on the ground again and then we hiked huckleberry and then ran out of water came down left saw a bear a black bear huge and fast we were in the car at least um then we slept on the side of the road again and then we got to the t or yellowstone actually that was pretty cool i saw some wild bison um yeah i also apologize i took quite a few edibles since i'm in las vegas they have dispensaries here went to oasis dispensary and they have Shout out to Adrian Cavehi from YouTube. Shout out. And also shout out to their Huckleberry edibles because I've been obsessed with Huckleberry since I went to Montana. Well, we go to the Tetons. We go to Taggart Lake, Lake Taggart. It is beautiful, people. I think that was the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my entire life. Didn't I say that at the moment? Breathtaking. Yeah, it was gorgeous. More beautiful than the Narrows? Well, now since I've been in the Narrows, that's the number one spot. Number two might be Lake Taggart. Anyway, it was just perfect. It was an aqua blue lake, the mountain lake with just monster, mean monster mountains behind it. Just giant, sharp-toothed, jagged mountains. That was some fun alliteration there. Oh, yeah. And then we were like, oh, we'll just stay in Jackson Hole. Yeah, fucking right. For 24 hundo? Nah. Not about that game. So we went to Idaho. Drove to Idaho from Wyoming in Jackson to Driggs, Idaho a hotel cheapest one we could find within 200 miles still 160 bucks do you see all of the nozzles have come out of the water Ooh, the Bellagio fountain nozzles are out of the water they're about to fire we just basically uh slept in driggs which was awesome they had a hot tub we did our laundry we got a little high uh we ate a little pizza had some oh man these jalapeno poppers best jalapeno poppers of my life you should get jalapeno poppers tonight to do a taste test We'll have to compare them because these were the best I've ever had. Well, we're Driggs, in Idaho. Bellagio, so maybe we'll find some better ones. We'll find out. Stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about the jalapeno popper comparisons from every major U.S. city. No, what? From Vegas and Driggs. Well, those are the major cities. The only I'm just trying to sell this next on. podcast. I'm just this is my marketing <laughs> segment. This is like all advertising. This is how I lie to the listener to get them to do stuff. Stay tuned next week. It's going to be amazing. We'll have Brad Pitt and whoever the most famous celebrities are right now. Oh, locked and loaded. There go the fountains. Oh, it looks like a steam. It almost looks like it looks like a geothermal spot right now. It really looks like Grand Prismatic. Yeah, in Yellowstone. Shit, there they go. Sorry, guys. This is like a spiritual moment watching these fountains start up. We've been here for over an hour now, and Rob hasn't seen a show yet because he's always leaving the window right when it starts and comes back right when it ends. Yeah, I took a bath, and then I was, you know, getting my Vegas clothes on. And I keep missing this, but now I see it. It's amazing. Well, the listeners can't see this, so... That's okay. Let's talk about how after idaho I seen the drop down happen yet that's new Ooh. oh the lights are starting damn it's getting lit here in vegas that it is so uh do we want to talk a little bit about lone rock 
Glen Canyon Recreational Area? Yes, we do. So we went through the Tetons, down through the Ar- to the Arches, spent the night. Ate Eddie McStiss for the namesake. Yep, it was all right. Not just were great. There's the giant loud noise. Wow. Um, and sorry, I'm really high right now. These <laughs> these edibles in Vegas are crazy. Twenty six milligrams, folks. Twenty six milligrams. That's my limit. That's when I go whoa, way up in the clouds. Um, it's cute. It is adorable. <laughs> I'm a lightweight when it comes to weed. Strawberry <laughs> fields. No, you're forever. Strawberry. I'm a motherfucking strawberry. strawberry. If you listen to the remix of Starboy by Weekend, uh, there's a remix that says... Kygo remix? Kygo remix says, I'm a motherfucking strawberry. Sounds like I'm a motherfucking strawberry with a deep voice. You can't tell the difference. It's on Chill FM, I think. Or, yeah, it's on have some you, satellite radio. Have you keep told hearing it. viewers about huckleberries yet? Oh, God, huckleberries. My new favorite fruit. My favorite fruit, huckleberries. I... I went huckleberry crazy. So, huckleberries are like the most delicious fruit you can ever taste. They're soft and juicy and like just so yummy. They're like blackberries and blueberries if it was a flavor, but they're just soft. They pop in your mouth. They're just amazing. Well, I got some huckleberry jam. I got huckleberry lotion, huckleberry tea, huckleberry muffins, huckleberry espresso, and huckleberry shake. Huckleberry edibles <laughs> at the Vegas dispensary called Oasis. Can you believe it? They have Huckleberry shit down here. Huckleberry is like a Montana and Idaho. Bless you. Thank you. Kind of a deal. So I was really surprised to see that. It was great. These, These lights. lights. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Anyway, I'm motherfucking Rory. I'm a motherfucking Huckleberry, really. So we we start... Rob looks like a bear, right? So he's a Huckleberry. Oh, can I do a tangent quick? Yeah. On the trail um, to Huckleberry Blockout... <laughs> This old guy said to his, like, middle-aged son, I told you there were bears up here when they saw me coming around the corner. I started laughing. Oh, my God. Those guys are great. And they're just laughing, too. Oh, God. Anyway, I look like a bear now because I haven't shaved in a couple months and I have long hair. And Rob would not stop saying I'm a motherfucking strawberry. So we decided that Rob is a motherfucking strawberry huck bear. Yes. His name is Strawberry, but he's a bear that goes ravenous for hucks. I'm a huck huck. Huck, I don't know what I am, but I love huckleberries. <laughs> um, anyway, they're going to be in season when Diana and I are coming back through. Um, and so we might go bushwhacking and uh, <laughs> get some fresh hucks, you know? Anyway, I'm addicted to huckleberries. It's my addiction. I should be on that show. Um, but we got through the huckleberry addiction. I mean, I still have these edibles. We went through these national parks, the Grand Escalante Skyway, whatever it's called. Went to Kiva Coffee House, shout out, on Grand Escalante Highway. We went through the Capitol Reef National Park and then Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon was the coolest out of those, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Bryce Canyon is like none other. Although the flute shop off of Highway 12 was fucking cute. And they had. I got a knife there, too. Minor pentatonic. Uh, flutes and they had a double flute so it played an A on a constant drone and then you had an A minor pentatonic scale on your right hand and it filled my soul I really love that instrument and I hope to one day own one it was, it was beautiful $385 $385 so I did not get it it sounded like an angel oh, when I heard the great. sound so and 
I have a video. I actually have a video of you playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went through to... Uh, we were going to go to Zion, but then we wanted to see the Horseshoe Bend. So we went to Horseshoe Bend and took some pictures. Um, while we were there, we are like, why not go to Glen Canyon and swim in Lake Powell? Because it's like the desert. It's been over 100 degrees every day. And we just wanted to swim. Also, because we've been on the road, we haven't showered. So, you know, Driggs was the last time. Idaho was the last time we showered. So we swam in the southeastern Utah area of Glen Canyon. Right by the border of Arizona and Utah. Yeah, right north of Page. And boy, was it fantastic. It was. Although, in retrospect, I wish I would have put sunscreen on at the beginning of the day. Yes, we were up for like eight hours in the middle of a 108-degree sunny desert day and got burnt to a crisp. And we had to walk through a sandstorm to get back to our car. I've just started the peeling process. It's the first the peeling, then the healing. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah, it was pretty rough. We had to take a like a sabbatical. However, we, we had played, to take two days off. Yeah, we played, took two days off at a shitty roadway in. And, roadway in. We snuck into the pool at night, and the guy got pissed off. He's like, "I have camera footage," and he's like talking about how he's gonna charge us some shit. He had no camera footage. He had no camera footage. We saw their camera system was just on the parking lot. Nothing in the pool. Parking lot in the front desk. So we were just. We just left, <laughs> and then the next day we came. Well, we we stayed two nights, but then we came back again. We didn't have a reservation to try to sit in their little like grassy area and use their table because we wanted to eat outside a bunch of Taco Bell. It was like eleven o'clock at night, right? Yeah, and there's one guy sitting out there that was the guy that told you know threatening us with this footage that he had of us sneaking in the pool. He was sitting there, and he's like, "You can't sit here without a reservation." <laughs> we're like oh shit so we left but no, I, that we didn't say oh shit i turned around rob was still oh, in yeah. the car and i go you're just a grumpy man <laughs> you're just a grumpy man i was kind of a grumpy man i just wanted to eat my fucking taco bell in a place where we had wi-fi damon called him a grumpy man what to his face man. and walked away we got the last word boom well, I, oh shit we went over 30 minutes this has never happened before this is called a bonus segment. Every fourth episode, we do an extra minute. Oh, shit. So we're going up to 31 exact. So we better start wrapping it up here, then. Yeah, basically, this road trip's going crazy. We're in Vegas. Um, the Bellagio Hotel. We got a Fountain View room. We, we went have, to the Grand Canyon. It was great. And then have, Zion Narrows. Best hike of my life. And also, I met a girl gang, and they're coming and hanging out with us tonight. And it's going to be fun. Damon's in <laughs> love. And so yeah. am I. Signing out. We love you, too. Toodles.